Hello everyone, welcome to the Simply Nikki Show. Now I know y'all been wondering, where have I been? Okay, I have been absent for a little bit because I had to take my own mental break for myself because I cannot be an advocate for others and not myself. In today's episode though, we're going to talk about the drug culture. I'm going to be reviewing the Netflix documentary on the crack epidemic in the 80s. I'm going to also talk about the recent drug overdoses uh, from fentanyl, opioid crisis, weed, etc. And also the glamorization of drugs and music and movies and more. So sit back, relax, and listen to this entire episode because you don't want to miss the exciting news I have at the end about what's to come okay so sit back relax enjoy this episode and please share if you like so the drug culture and music movies etc has always been glamorized as this cool thing that people should obtain whether you're selling it or receiving it or flashing it or whatever you do with it right and It has really, for centuries and decades, right, gotten out of hand, especially in the Gen Z generation. Like, people are dropping like flies. When I tell you it is so sad that it is hitting every age, especially with the recent uptick of not only the pandemic that has weighed a lot on people's mental health, physically spiritually emotionally etc and adding that with substance abuse and drug abuse has really taken a toll on a lot of people so please please check on people that you know are survivors of drugs etc because you just never know even when someone has whatever amount of years of cleanness from the drugs that they had consumed in their lifetime, please congratulate them because that helps motivate them, you know, when you're struggling. Because every second, every day, every month, every year is hard. And at any moment, you can relapse, right? So when I hear, especially from last year, the relapse that had happened when people was like, I finally, you know, in 2020, it's going to be hindsight 2020, perfect vision i'm gonna see things clear i'm gonna do better all this stuff and then the pandemic hit right and then it just was like okay isolation anxiety by yourself walls closing in claustrophobia etc the fear of everything that's happening around you the unknown the fear of the changes that happens that creates the silentness the silent voices in your head that says, take that last sip, go pick up that bottle, like just different things that can get you addicted again and make you become addicted to it, you know, addicted to the drug. And for me, I don't like the terms crackhead, um, bum, etc. I don't like those terms, okay, because you never know what someone's going through and you never want to put your nose up at someone because someone is going through hard times okay everybody has a gift 
Everybody has struggles. Everybody has their own trials and own tribulations and their own path that God is going to put them on. He never says it's going to be easy. As long as you keep the faith and hold on to him, he's there with you. Okay? And it's sad how many people have lost their lives to this drug culture. It's sickening to me. So, it made me want to just do an episode on it because I'm a learner. I love knowledge. I love educate myself i love documentaries so we're going to talk about the netflix documentary and review that on the crack epidemic in the 80s which decimated the black community and the black and brown communities more and how the united states um knew allegedly that they had drugs, this crack and this cocaine coming in their borders. How they had their army soldiers in the wars back then. Like Vietnam and all that stuff. Planting those things and bringing them back. And planting in them in your neighborhoods. And our neighborhoods is like. How are you not going to know? And then you have the nerve to say, oh, if you're carrying a certain amount, you're going to jail. You put that there. You planted that. Just like my singer, her said, you plant diseases. And, and, and then turn around and act like you didn't do anything. You had in your hands as you throwing the stones and you planting them. And then want to say it's not your fault when it is. You contribute to it. And that's why I don't like the term pull yourself from the bootstraps. Or just because the odds are stacked against you, you should try even harder. You shouldn't use that as an excuse. No one's using that as an excuse. There, there's facts and evidence that, yes, you can make it. We're not saying, because I don't, of course, can't and won't should not be a thing, right? You can do anything, no matter what no one says, right? But just because when we do it, that there's not a play at hand, you know? You can achieve anything, but there's... Even more hurdles, depending on who you are. And y'all know what I mean by that, right? So when I was watching this documentary on the crack epidemic, it just, I cried. Because seeing black and brown babies in diapers, unattended, neglected, because they're mothers and their fathers are being turned out and turned out by the drugs and no no return selling things of their belongings to get this high seeing how there are so many quote unquote 
crack houses on every block in every community. So, and then you wonder why the emptiness and people's families torn apart because their loved ones are being decimated by this, these diseases. And it's hard to shake it. It's hard to get away from it. Even if they were clean, still relapsed on it. Went back to it. It only takes one time and you hooked. That's why I always say, if you don't feel like doing it, don't do it. You know yourself. Just because you hear it in the music, you see it in the movies, you think it's cool because your friend's doing it or your peer's doing it, it don't matter. That goes for all ages, no matter who you are. Because it, it can hit anybody. More money, more problems, right? It can hit anybody. And it was sad seeing babies crying, toddlers crying because they miss their mom and dad. So I guess the government said, especially to the black community, I'm going to just... I'm going to just erase everything. I'm going to just make everything unlivable. Still people from the 80s, still, if you are still alive, still dealing with the traumatic and PTSD of that, seeing that, seeing their community like that. Not seeing your community lively, happy, helping each other, but everything is, is dirty, infested. And look beat down because it just took that one person to bring in a drug and change the entire community. And it's not just the hands that give you the drug. You have to think about what's behind the drug and how it was created. Who created it? Who passed it down to get it to you? You got to be careful. It's so much stuff at play that we don't know about, but we should. Seeing how so many people in today's society that have been result of the crack epidemic. And how other epidemics down the line had affected them. Such as the opioid crisis, fentanyl, weed, etc. All this new stuff they're coming out with. I don't... It's sad. Because like... It's like you take two parents out of the home and just turn them away from the child that they were supposed to be nursing and giving life and watch grow up. 
And yes, I understand that uh, the government can't just put something in my mouth and all stuff. But everything that we see and do and eat and breathe and whatever, they got a hand that play in it. The FDA control the food. Everything is controlled by something. So miss me with that. Oh, if you're a certain age, you should be wise enough not to just say no. No, that's not true. Everybody falls victim to something. It's like, dang, you turned out the black mamas on the crack. And then take the fathers and take them out for minor drug offenses. And seep them into a system of mass incarceration. What are we talking about, bad? We, you, you shouldn't use that as crutches or excuse. Anybody using that excuse, the system. So don't ever tell me that my people ain't trying. Don't ever tell me that we're not working hard. Don't ever tell me that we're not overcomers, that we're not always striving through stuff. That no matter what life throws at us, that we're going to always bounce back. Don't you ever. That goes for anybody. I hate when people say that. Them notions that, yes, you can do whatever, but we're not going to ignore that there are things stacked against us. It is what it is. So, and even with the crack epidemic, nobody talked about in the 80s. I didn't see no commercials of what it can do to you, the bad effects of it. It was glamorized, right? Glamorized. Nobody said that. Because why? As long as it ain't affected my community, don't matter. The media, they all had to play in it. Using certain phrases on who was who was actually using it. Just like they do everything else. Because it wasn't just black people using crack. Or cocaine. So fast forward years later. Because I did say that that documentary and the crack epidemic was huge. And decimating to the communities in the 80s. Years later. We turn around and deal with the opioid and heroin crisis, right? And I hear more alerting commercials, messages, and billboards and media coverage on who is is being affected by it in regards to race, which is white people. Now, I'm not saying when I say this, I'm not saying just white people use opioids. I'm not saying that at all. But when they're hurting, it's a more concern. When we're hurting... It's a F you. I don't care. Why are you even breathing? Why are you still here? And it's like it was a little alerting when it came to the crack epidemic in the black communities. Okay? So, that is something that I noticed and that I love that the documentary shown the different aspects how it affected the black and brown communities economically um how the war in vietnam played a factor in it how the government played a factor in it all the different things so i mean i've seen mixed reviews on it about all oh, its bias and 
They only talking about the black communities and not talking about how everybody was affected. We're not saying that it wasn't affecting other areas. However, yes, yeah, shine light on us. Shine light on everybody. Everybody everybody can be, can be affected by drugs. But it's the media and the government that wants to play the them versus others type thing. And who's better and who's not. Who's worthy of coverage, who's not. I don't like that. Cover everything. Equal playing field. But y'all just, for the life of me, just don't want to understand. It's like y'all hate, y'all don't like the word equal. You didn't like the word integration. You didn't want to integrate. You didn't want to, and then we tried to separate, still wanted to miss while stuff. It's like constant, constant battles, right? But next we're going to talk about fentanyl. Because fentanyl, I want to break down what it is, the statistics, and more. So stay tuned. Okay, so now we're going to talk about fentanyl. Now, fentanyl has been talked about in recent years and how it affects people and also a lot of surrounding of deaths about fentanyl overdoses. So first we're going to break down according to drugabuse.gov on what is fentanyl. Okay, because these drugs that I am naming are serious, serious health risks and can be deadly to you. So all the stuff that you see in the music, it be it talked about in the movies, etc., please do not glamorize and think that it's okay to and take these things because it can take your life, okay? So we have to be mindful and aware of what these things are and not take lightly of it because these things are not cute, okay? Being responsible and knowing what you're doing is what is mature, right? And the things I've been hearing about fentanyl is very scary, and you should be aware. So that's why I'm here to help. Okay, so according to drugabuse.gov, fentanyl is a powerful synthetic opioid that is similar to morphine, but is 50 to 100 times more potent. It is a prescription drug that is also made and used illegally. Okay, like morphine, it is a medicine that is typically used to treat patients with severe pain, especially after surgery. It is also sometimes used to treat patients with chronic pain who are physically tolerant to other opioids. Tolerance occurs when you need a higher and or more frequent amount of a drug to get the desired effects. Synthetic opioids, including fentanyl, are now the most common drugs involved in drug overdose deaths in the United States. In 2017, 59% of opioid-related deaths involved fentanyl compared to 
2010. Now you may be wondering, what are opioids? Opioids are a class of drugs naturally found in the opium poppy plant. Some opioids are made from the plant directly and others like fentanyl are made by scientists in labs using the same chemical structure which is semi-synthetic or synthetic. So according to that, fentanyl's effects include extreme happiness, drowsiness, nausea, confusion, constipation, sedation, problems breathing, and unconsciousness. How does fentanyl affect the brain? Now listen closely, people, when I say this. Like heroin and morphine and other opioid drugs, fentanyl works by binding to the body's opioid receptors, which are found in areas of the brain that control pain and emotions. After taking opioids, many times the brain adapts to the drug, diminishing its sensitivity, making it hard to feel pleasure from anything besides the drug. When people become addicted, drug seeking and drug use take over their lives. Okay, that's why I said recent time that this these drugs that I am naming is not cute. It should not be glamorized. It should be taken seriously. And this stuff should be off the market. This drug, fentanyl in particular, is used for chronic pain. It's not used for partying, everyday usage. This is real life stuff. And like it said, this can take over your life. It, this makes the brain adapt to the drug, diminishing its sensitivity, making it hard to feel pleasure from anything besides the drug. Basically, you're numb. You're numb. That's what it sounds like. You're numb. You can't feel nothing. You're not yourself. You're not even in your own body. That's why drinking responsibly and doing whatever that you feel you want to do should be responsibly and not just doing stuff because it's popular, trendy. This is real life things, right? And it's sad because we have lost a lot of people, human beings, innocent people from stuff like this. And the fact that I am reading this from the drugabuse.gov and they know that this drug is made in a lab by scientists. And that is illegal synthetic opioids. Are you serious? And y'all still got this stuff on the market. Y'all got this stuff in pills, etc. Just mind blowing that they know that this stuff is deadly. It can take you out quick. The fact that they know this stuff could take you out quick is, is proof. I'm reading articles on it. And it's upsetting me and making me sad that people are dropping like flies when they in the know. The government is in the know. Okay? 
That's how they that's how you know they don't get no two craps about you at all. That's why I'm here to educate y'all on what's up. Okay? And to show you that this stuff does not play any games and it's serious. Cause not only is it hitting the celebrity, bro, it's hitting everybody. And you have to be careful. And they know what they're doing now, here. Okay? So I'm gonna read an article from the CBS Denver CBS Local.com. Now, this happened in just three hours. Nathaniel Corser indicted for dealing with fentanyl near a school and causing another man's overdose. This is October 31st today. This is the day that this had happened. And this is not the only story, right? This is not the only story that has involved fentanyl. There was also a three-year-old and two others overdosing from a fentanyl stash found. That was according to the New York Post. And that was this month. On the 29th of this year. And according to. Dayton. Daily Mails. Dot com. It talks about. Crime labs. Warn dangerous form of fentanyl. Becoming more common. This was by Parker Perry. Of Dayton Daily News. On October 30th of 2021, it states, The Ohio Bureau of Criminal Investigation is warning police departments and residents that a dangerous form of fentanyl is being found laced in illegal drugs sold across the state in this region. BCI said in a bulletin that was distributed across the state that many Ohio counties have reported encountering the chemical Parafluorofentanyl. fentanyl triggers more opioid receptors than fentanyl and is considered more potent. It is increasingly seen in combination with other drugs contributing to overdoses, including a recent high-profile case involving the actor Michael K. Williams from the hit TV show The Wire. I never heard this word parafluorofentanyl. So this this even three times triple the deck of worse than the actual fentanyl. And it affected one of our own who was widely known that just did a tribute to DMX the rapper of this year at the BET Awards. Doing a tribute to him from another person that dealt with drug, drug abuse and stuff, which was DMX. And he later on passed away from being laced, his stuff being laced with drugs. From parafluorofentanyl. That's even 
triple times worse and triggers even more receptors than with fentanyl is. Do you see the patterns I'm saying right now? They know. The government knows. Your local official, the officials in authority and power, they know. They just don't kill. And it's proved that they know because they have facts, statistics, and evidence. Not only did Michael K. Williams have a death drug overdose of fentanyl being laced in his drug, DMX the rapper dealing with his drug abuse, Keisha Cole, the R&B singer, her mother, Frankie Lyons, also resulted in a death of drug overdose on her birthday of this year in July from drugs. And her children had to see a her body in a black bag being drugged out on her birthday. Whitney Houston be addicted to drugs. Also Bobby Brown, their daughter and more. Amy Winehouse is so many people. Cocaine and other drugs being glorified in the music, movies, and etc. by rappers such as Future, rapping about popping Percocet pills, Lil Wayne on sipping on cough syrup, pop smoke, Juice World leaving the earth from drug overdose. And how George Floyd trial revealed him being on prescription pills due to extreme back pain that was administrated from his doctors. How ecstasy pills, especially in this generation, and cancer medicine and many more young people being hooked and addicted from these drugs is killing off a generation of people before they're witnessing their life to its fullest. From all the movies that we love, from The Boys to Men, from etc. I mean, Boys in the Hood. It's sad, you know? And this is why, even though they have it legalized as far as marijuana, please be careful. Because they're lacing it with fentanyl. Always research. Always know what you're intaking and digesting. Know what's going into your mental, spiritual, physical being. Because there are forces out here. That are just waiting. For you to drop like a flag. And they, you think they're going to care to come to your funeral? Absolutely not. You think they're going to pay your medical bills when you end up in the hospital? Absolutely not. It's not cute. It should not be glamorized. It should. Them knowing that it's illegal and it's still be on the market is mind-boggling to me. And knowing people are dropping like flies. Babies. Did I not? Did you not hear what I said? Three-year-old child 
14-year-old child, babies, every age being affected. It's like triple epidemics in one at this point. And it's like, when is enough enough? And it shouldn't just be a Michael K. Williams, a DMX, etc. Anyone that overdoses on this, that should be known and put out there in the media. It should be everybody who gets affected by this. There's no warnings. There's little talks here and there. You even have to scrape the darn algorithm and the internet to find information about it. But it's not out there unless you research it. Please be aware that you don't want that life. Just because they sing, rap about it, talk about it, put in your face. We only have one life to live. So don't waste your time trying to please everybody and make everybody want to see you as popular, trendy. Because it's not. So many people losing their life at a very, very young age. And it's sad. It's very sad. So I really appreciate you all listening to this episode on drug culture. And yes, thank you for staying tuned to the end. Because I am happy to announce that you can expect two episodes on every Sunday. Because yes, your girl got a schedule now. You don't have to wonder or contemplate when it's coming out. Because you can expect two episodes every Sunday on the Simply Nikki Show by searching Simply Nikki Podcast on Google, which you can find me on Anchor FM, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and many more. And I will also be posting my content after I put out my podcast episodes on my social media platforms where you see visuals, videos, etc. on the Nikki Podcast on Instagram and Facebook at N-I-C-K-I-E-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Okay? So, thank you. Thank you for staying tuned. Please share. Please get the name out there because this is a show that you don't want to miss. Because here, we talk about it all. Okay? So, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for everybody around the world that listens. Stay tuned for more next Sunday for two more episodes as I start my schedule. On the Nikki, on the Simply Nikki show. Peace.